Hello, you're listening to Bricks and Mortar from EG with Sarah Jackman. Today I'm joined by Sarah Hayford, founder of the Land Collective, to talk about a new initiative launched by them over the summer, Black Girls in Property. Sarah, thank you so much for joining me today. I think we last spoke on this podcast around three years ago, yeah. and <laughs> which has whizzed by, I guess, lots, lots of things in between. We were talking then about some of the early work that you were doing at the Land Collective, and we were talking in particular about the internship scheme that you were developing at that time. And yes. Things have obviously moved on massively since then, and you've just launched a wonderful new initiative, which we're going to talk a little bit about today. The initiative ran, I think, in the middle of August. That's um, right, yeah. Tell me a little bit about it and, and what the motivations were for putting that together. Yes, so we ran the Black Girls in Property programme from the 7th to the 11th of August, <laughs> if I believe. And the main motivation um, behind that programme was at the Land Collective, most of our members and target audience are at university level um, or are graduates or young professionals. And throughout the year, we've kind of realised that when it comes to kind of outreach and teaching young people about the sector, that needs to happen a lot earlier. So we just thought, right, we need to go back into schools and try and see what we can do in that area and for me going back to my kind of beginning in property I didn't really see a lot of black women in the sector a lot of the black women in the sector that I came into contact with some are still here which is great um, a lot of them have left and gone into other sectors and I do think having that representation is important and really echoing that you know if you can see it you can be it type of energy and that was one of the reasons I wanted to create this program. So this program was aimed at 16 year old girls who are from um, black or mixed black origin, um, lived in London and were from lower socio-economic backgrounds or had care responsibilities, free school meals, things like that. And they had the opportunity to stay with us for five days over the summer and learn everything there was to know about the fundamentals of property, the career opportunities available. We went out on site and it was just a really great immersive week for them to learn. And tell me a little bit about what they all knew about property before they came into it. I mean, were you targeting people with some knowledge who were interested in pursuing potentially a career or was it open to anyone who just had an interest in potentially finding out more? Yeah, it was open to um, everyone, sometimes you kind of fit the criteria. So we actually created a social media ad and we put it out that way. Initially, we wanted to go through schools to get these students, but we just realised with everything on school's plate, it just couldn't happen like that, unfortunately. So we put an ad out and they all had to apply for the programme formally. And they didn't know a whole lot about property. I mean, there were one or two that maybe knew a little bit more than we actually thought they would, given their age. But most people had come into property through the residential side. Maybe they were familiar with shows like Selling Sunset or they knew about buying and letting or renting out or they lived in social housing for example. So that was more so what they knew about the industry before they came in so there was a lot to learn yeah. and consume. I saw some wonderful photos on your LinkedIn feed over the last few weeks and it looked like you had a really varied and action-packed week. 
tell me a little bit about some of the sessions that you did. I know some of it was going out onto site. I mean, what were the sort of responses from people when they were out and about and they were meeting some of the people giving them the insights? It was a really eye-opening week, just for me and for the girls, I think. So one of the sessions we had was with Black Women in Real Estate. Um, so it was kind of nice to kind of see that continuation there because these were 16-year-old black girls who know nothing about property and they got to sit at a panel with kind of four to five black women who are quite senior in their career in real estate and talk all about their journeys, experiences, their cultural backgrounds, you know. And it was just a great experience for them to kind of network and take business cards and um, ask them questions about their career, about what A-levels they did, if people can even remember what A-levels they did. <laughs> um, so those kinds of sessions are super eye-opening for people at that age. And we had other sessions on personal branding, for example. We had a super prime real estate agent, um, Remy Nicole, who came in and she has a very, very visible um, TikTok and Instagram okay. presence, for example. So some of the girls already knew who she was. So having her come in to speak about her experience and journey into the real estate sector, especially because she's coming from the more super prime luxury side of things, was very, very different. And they got to really kind of see how her studies and her drive put her in that position. So I think one of the main takeaways the girls got was just properties, number one, so varied and nobody has the same story. And I think that was one thing. A lot of the girls came up to me and said, nobody had the same story. People went to universities all over the country, studied different things. Some people didn't go to university at all. So I think that was the main takeaway that the girls had, that even if they don't get into property now or in the apprenticeship, they might decide, hey, 10 years time, five years time, I might want to go into property from something else. So I think that was a great part of the week. That yeah, I hope they really took something away from that. And in terms then of the feedback, I mean, you, you mentioned they reflected on the fact that no one had the same story and that there's just so many varied paths into the industry. Did you get a sense that people were quite motivated to go away and perhaps look into it a little bit more as a career? Absolutely. And I think when you put these opportunities in front of young people, some of them are going to want to take it up eventually. And I think when you have what we did, so we had panel discussions, we had activities, we had on-site visits, they can actually see the properties that we're talking about and referring to and putting things into perspective. We had office tours, things like that, where they could ask members of staff questions about their career again. And yeah, we did find that quite a few girls on the programme wanted to go into the construction side, project management, lettings, commercial surveying, so we sent them a resource at the end of the week mm -hmm. that basically had a list of everybody they've met, <laughs> um, just in case they forgot because they met a lot of people. <laughs> Different resources out there, information about pathways to property, networks they can join to learn more and things like that and we found that quite a lot of them were really interested so I think it's about what we do next, keeping mm. the momentum going. One of the things that we're planning in the next few months is to go back to one of the sites that we visited mm -hmm. um, during that week. So we managed to go and view Curtin House and that was a completely stripped out unit, office unit. So they got to see it at its bare bones, essentially. So we hope to go back in about four to six months time just so they can see 
where they were standing like six months ago and kind of visualize where everything is now and like do you remember when it was just you know yeah. uh, bare bones like this no lighting no electricity anything mm-hmm. so we're hoping to follow up in that respect and we're also hoping to host a parents evening um with our employer partners on the program but also is open to other businesses and real estate who'd want to talk to parents of these girls not just about the sector and what's available in terms of apprenticeships work experience but for them as well. I mean, their parents might find, hey, I'm actually quite interested Mm. in property, actually. So there's so many different opportunities and ways that we're going to follow up that keep that momentum going so that it doesn't just kind of fizzle away after a great week. What's next in terms of the initiative? Is it something that you hope to roll out and make into a sort of regular event? Yes, definitely. We hope to run it again next year. I think one of the things that I didn't take into account was how long these programmes take to plan. Because usually you figure things out as you go along and everything falls into place. But this programme, for whatever reason, took a lot longer to plan than I hoped. And I learned a lot about myself and the planning process. So it is something we want to run again next year. But we'll probably start looking into it pretty soon yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to get people on board. There was um, a lot of lessons to take away and learn from that. Yeah. And Black Girls in Property, that's just one of the amazing initiatives that you run at the Land Collective. What's next in terms of other initiatives? I know we talked a few months ago about the virtual internship and that potentially coming back again next year. Yeah. What's what's the plan for 2024? Yes, um, so we have our ESG programme. So that's starting in a few weeks, actually. It will be the second time we're hosting our ESG launchpad, headline sponsored by ACOM. And that is a programme aimed at university students and graduates um, from lower socioeconomic backgrounds who want to learn about ESG from a built environment perspective. So it's an eight week blended programme. So there's two in-person sessions Mm -hmm. and everything in the middle is employer-led virtually, talking about ESG strategy, how to build it, how to get internal buy-in, the EDS and the G, and our aim for that is to try and get more diversity in this space and to hopefully have the next generation of leaders in ESG come from lots of different places as it's still quite a new and dynamic business practice at the moment. We're still planning out our programmes for next year, but we're hoping to do something related to tech and how tech is playing into property construction, just to make sure that, again, our members and young people are ahead of these kinds of things and they're actively learning about it from key players in the industry. So that is something that we're planning for next year. Wonderful. Well, it sounds like a really action-packed year ahead. And if anyone listening today has had their interest peaked by any of this, where should they go? Is the best place the website? Yes, the best place would be our website, landcollective.com. We've just had it redone, so it looks a lot nicer now <laughs> and a lot easier to move around. So if you're a school, if you're an employer or if you're a student or graduate, um, best place to head is our website and then you can just navigate from there. Brilliant. Well, thank you so much for your time today, Sarah. It's really wonderful to see you and great to hear all about the new initiative. Thank, thank you. So that was Bricks and Mortar from EG with Sarah Jackman. For more on developing a career in real estate, see the archive of the Bricks and Mortar series at popbean.com and EG's new Starting Out in Real Estate supplement, published on the 1st of September.